This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com A Kangaroo Fern production. Um, just important to know who your, your target market is. You just need to know that, um, like, you know the back of your hand. You've got to be really confident that you know who your your ideal client is. Be passionate about what you do. If you're not passionate about it and it doesn't give you a reason to get out of bed in the morning, then you're obviously not in the right right um, business. Um, always try and pay it forward to others. It's it's very important that um, that you're not totally um, finance focused um, because there are other people that uh, you could be offering your advice or your services to that, you know, you you never know, they may pay it forward to you one day or they might pay it forward to somebody else. So it, it takes one person to, to start an avalanche of um, of care, I guess. Um, I'm, I, as I said, I'm, I'm, uh, I love paying it forward to other business owners. Quite often I work for nothing um, because, you know, they're a bit challenged financially or I can see that they could do a bit of a hand up or, or whatever. So, yeah, I don't make a lot of money out of my business because for that reason. <laughs> I'm too soft, I think, maybe. So you can't be totally financially focused. It's... it's um, unless you're just a hard nose and that's what you're in business for. But if you're in business just to make money, then you're not in the right space. Go and work for somebody else. To me, um, you've got to be kind. You've got to be kind to yourself. You've got to be kind to others. The Tribe Podcast Show is a production of Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, which is all about supporting you to start and build a thriving business. Tribe Podcast on Ozpod Syndicate. Tiring of more than 35 years in high-level administrative roles in a corporate form, Rose started her business as DOS Biz in 2015, promoting administrative service that she could provide female entrepreneurs, however, did not light her up. In 2020, Rose pivoted her business as her passion and timely lies. In being visual creative, she now offers service that fulfills this passion to speakers thought leaders and influencer by creating a PowerPoint presentation and promotional video. Rose is a published co-author and she is magic always and the podcast host on Talking with the Expert. Welcome everybody to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host, Rose Davidson. Welcome to the Tribe Podcast under Ospod Syndicate. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you for asking me to come on. Thank you so much for your time as well. Rose, I know it's been busy nowadays, so even it's pandemic, we have a lot of work running through yes it, it's getting busy because of the pandemic because everyone is 
doing virtual event, doing um, work from home. So I've been, I've been busy because of that. And we never expected to be like that. So to our audience and to our listeners as well, can you tell us about yourself? Well, I'm, um, I guess, a mature-aged entrepreneur. Um, I started my business, you know, late in life. I, um, as you introed, I have worked in the corporate um, field as a in the admin in admin roles for like more than thirty five years, and I, quite honestly, I got really tired of working for somebody else. And I thought, I've got all these great skills, I've got all this great knowledge. And um, I'd been in, in, uh, in contact with some female, um, you know, business owners. You know, why don't you teach your skills to those um, out there that are just starting up? So that's what I decided to do. However, um, in 2020, just before the pandemic hit, I decided I was going to pivot my business um, because doing admin work, wasn't it just wasn't fun anymore so I decided that I'd start doing PowerPoint presentations and and making um, promotional videos for small business owners and speakers and just as um, I was getting into that then the pandemic hit in March last year so it was an opportune time to actually work with speakers and consultants and coaches because a lot of them couldn't do um, in-person events any longer so um, I could help them get their events online their offline events online so that's been quite an interesting journey and um yeah a lot of them were a bit afraid at the beginning because you know they were um not very tech savvy and they'd um you know didn't know how they'd go speaking to camera because you know, most of them hadn't done it before and they think you know speaking to camera is a lot different than speaking to a you know patient person face to face but it isn't really it's pretty much the same so yeah, that, so that's how my new new business started. And, yeah, I'm doing very well. And then in July, I started talking with the experts um, because I could see a lot of business owners were not um, doing so well, I guess. You know, they didn't know how to change their business around. So I thought, well, why about why not get some global business leaders together and, and discuss with them ways that they could help small business? And so that's happened. And I've just recorded my 150th episode since July last year, so I'm pretty pretty happy with that. And yeah, that's so that's my up to date, pretty much. So, how important? This podcast is brought to you by Ospad Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with a mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcast and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. The video promotional for a small business. It, because everything's online pretty much now, video promotion is pretty important for any small business, um, a speaker, consultant, coach, or just the general small business owner. Um, it gets more eyes on your business and, you know, they only have to be, 20 to 30 seconds long 
uh, as you know, you post it on social media uh, in your in a group or on your page or or, or whatever, and and uh, or on your personal profile even, and uh, yeah, it just gets more eyes on your business. It lets people know what you do, and th- of course, then that will turn into um, more customers. So, what what is the what is the biggest surprise you had in the last few months, and why? Oh, the biggest surprise! I think it's um. Uh, the way that um, you know people were so frightened to uh, embrace the the technology that we that's been around for such a long time, you know Zoom's been around forever, uh, you know almost forever, and um, people have in the last twelve months have just embraced it because they've had n- no way else to communicate. Before it was just phones, and if you wanted a meeting, of course, then you'd drive several kilometres or you'd fly you know, halfway across the country, well, now you just have to zoom in and you can still have that meeting. And, you know, it saves it saves money and most often saves time because a, a one-hour meeting now will be cut down in a live event to a much shorter period because people, you know, their attention span is not as great and you really can't lie to a camera if you, you know, if you are bored with the topic, people can actually see that you're falling asleep where, face-to-face they couldn't normally do that so yeah, that was I think was my biggest surprise with the, the, the pe- how people have embraced the technology that has been available to them for a long time but they've not used. So based on your experience working with a small business, um, entrepreneurs, but leader, what, what is your advice to people who is thinking on starting up like an online business? What what they need to know and what mistake that they should not doing? I think um, basically the, the, uh, the stuff they need to know is make sure that you have um, all your facts before you even get into business. So make sure that, you know, and you have all your insurances in place and you have, you know, processes in place and, and all sorts of things like that. Don't, just go in and say, I've got this really great idea, let's go and make it into a business because half the time that doesn't work. You have to actually um, have passion for what it is that you want to go into business for. You also have to know uh, who your audience is. So you can't just go around and say, well, I've got this great idea or this great product, but um, and I'll have an audience to sell it to. Sometimes people get into a business and they don't know who their customer is. It, it, their customer base is too broad. So, and, and a lot of businesses don't fare very well because of the fact that they don't know who their ideal customer is. So it's really, really important to to do a lot of research on that. Do a lot of um, you know surveys. Ask your friends. Ask your family. Um, ask you know. Go around to different businesses that are, have similar um, businesses to what you want to do just to find out, um, you know, and ask questions, ask questions all the time to, um, you know, to get the answers that you need before you even go out on your own, especially if you've already got a job and you're going to leave your, you know, your nine to five to go and to go out on your own. It's just important to make sure that you've got all your facts right and um, everything is aligned properly. Um, Make sure that uh, you have all your um, legal paperwork um, in place it is people don't get insurance, but um, if you are going to be in business, it's 
it's advisable to get insurance because you don't know um, if someone's going to sue you for whatever reasons. Even if you have an online business, um, you need to have at least some um, insurance if you're working with other people's documents or um, information because if you, if you as the business owner do something that uh, breaks a trust or uh, you lose a document that's really important, they can sue you and it can be quite a substantial amount of money and if you don't have that money, then, you know, you've lost everything. So, yeah, make sure you're insured. That's uh, another piece of really strong advice that I would give. Make sure you document your processes. That's really important as well, um, you know, because your business probably will grow in, you know, three, four, five years. So when you do a process, you know, write it down, put it in a in a in a word document, and put it on your um, on your computer or whatever, and make sure that you keep a copy, keep updating it all the time. It's it's important because then when um, when you do finally employ staff then you can give that document to that staff member and they can do the job just as well as you can because you've documented the steps that are necessary to do a particular process. Um, and, and, you know, you, you do have to have fun. It's it's important to do that. Don't be a workaholic. Spend, a, you know, some time for yourself. You've got to have self, self-care days. Um, don't let your family suffer because, you know, you want to get your business up and going because, you um, you'll end up with burnout and you won't have fun and your family won't have fun and there could be all sorts of issues. Actually, that's my next question. <laughs> how would you, um, on the burnout, how would you uh, get on the burnout? So some some entrepreneurs, they have, because of workaholic, uh, more than five nine to five hours working because of your do- mm. you don't do it so no one will do it how would you challenge yourself to like the burnout what 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 that what option do you do so that you don't get burnout on your work now well you need to take weekends off you just you you have to be very strong with yourself you know do your nine to five Monday to Friday and make sure that you have at least one day off a week, one day to spend with yourself and one day to spend with your family. Because even having a family can cause burnout because you haven't relaxed from your nine to five work. Um, So, you know, you're not enjoying your family time. So you really need to have some time for yourself. Uh, That is really, that is a must. Male or female, it doesn't matter. You have to have time for yourself. So whether that's golfing or swimming or going for a walk out in nature or whatever that might be, just go and do it. And then, uh, yeah, spend some quality time with your family too. That's really, really important. Thank you for that. We'll go back on the the actual audience. You have to have the right audience if you are starting up your business. So it's a, you have to know your customer avatar. Do you yes. also believe that as a new entrepreneur, you need to have a mentor as well? Mentors and coaches are um, are two different things, so just be be aware of that. Um, but yes, it is sometimes good to have a mentor. Please don't make it a family member. 
make it somebody outside of your family. Families either have the best intentions to, to help you in your business, but not necessarily the right intentions. So get a proper business mentor or a business coach. It's very it's really important to get someone from outside your um, close circle of friends to, um, to to be either of those things. And, and, you know, if you don't have the support of your family, well, don't let that worry you too much because, um, you know, if, you, if you're confident that, that the business idea that you have can work, that's really all that matters. But having a mentor is always very helpful. As a woman entrepreneurs, what mm-hmm. is the biggest challenge facing you right now? As a woman? Yeah, as a um, woman entrepreneurs. This podcast is brought to you by... Ospad Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with a mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcast and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. I guess um, for me, it's not so much of a challenge because all my kids are grown up. And, you know, they don't live at home anymore. But for ones that have young children, it's finding the time to be a mum and not get the mum guilt. That's quite um, quite a difficult thing because women are conditioned to, you know, be at home with the children and uh, and working at home. I mean, that gives you the opportunity, um, obviously, to spend some time with your kids. However, when you're trying to get work done and you've got a toddler around your ankles, you know, demanding your time, you haven't got time to do work. So it's pretty much being an a female entrepreneur is just as difficult as being a female that goes out and works in the corporate um, world or in, you know, a nine-to-five job. It's just really hard it, it, and it can be quite stressful because you've, you've got more than one role to, to fulfil. On your business right now, so you've been you've been successful in your business right now. So been working on a corporate job for thirty five years, and then you set up your own business. What is your, if you have, what is your failure, or, and what did you learn from it? Oh, a failure. Yeah, a failure. My goodness, I've had quite a few failures along the road. Um, I thought I could be a famous author, and so I I put a I made an ebook or a couple of them, really. Um, I put them on Amazon thinking I'd make a million dollars. And that was a real disappointment. Because, <laughs> you know, after I reread it 10 times, um, I thought I had all the spelling mistakes out of it and all the grammatical errors out of it. And then I um, I was um, rewriting it and I found all these errors and I thought, well, it's no wonder no one wanted to buy it because it was just full of rubbish mistakes and it was it wasn't very professional so I don't blame anyone for not buying it I think my daughter bought a coffee and that was about it um I think another failure is in the beginning I um I was too broad in my in my um in my avatar in my target audience I wanted to to serve absolutely everybody um but you just you can't do that when you're first starting you've got to start little and then work your way up don't do it the other way around because yeah, you'll end up with, um, with lots of tears and tantrums otherwise. From that failure, how did you learn from it? Did you? What did I learn? Come up. Yeah, just to slow down. Slow down 
um, be more careful with um, with my marketing. So target my marketing to to a certain niche, and um, and then go from there. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'll, I just wanted to serve every dog in his breakfast, but you know, you find uh, one category, and then you can spread it round afterwards after you've um, you've nailed that particular category, and then you can broaden it out after that. So how how important is the niche? You niche down. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, if you don't niche down, it's then um, as I said, you're serving uh, every dog in his breakfast, and so um, it's just a, a whole mess. And and people get confused by your message because they don't really know if it fits for them. So yeah, you, so your messaging becomes confusing to the ones that you really want to work with because they don't really understand who you want to work with. And it's really important that you know in your heart who you want to work with in the initial stages um, so that your uh, target audience um, understands what you're trying to, to convey to them. And, and when you're doing that too, you have to use the words that they use. Don't, don't presume that you know what they, what they think and, and what you know about what you think you know about them. You actually need to use words that they understand. So, I mean, it's not like a conversation like we're having there's actually specific types of words that that certain um, business t- uh, types use um, that you don't you don't think and you don't think to, to to you need to investigate those words and how they speak. So you need to go into groups and see how they write their blogs or see how they write their the um, you know how they write their posts in a certain group. You can you can pretty much figure out from there who who belongs to what target um, audience. So can you give me three people who has been, let's say, the most influential to you on with, with your business? Well, I must say that um, I have, there's two people. I, I don't really have three, but I have two. There's um, a really lovely friend I have in Adelaide, um, she is a she's she's had five businesses she's been um very wealthy in her businesses and um you know she's done um, multi-level marketing she's done she's a speaker she's um she's just an awesome person and she's give me the confidence to um to go further and to I guess to broaden my horizons a little bit and uh, the other one comes from Melbourne, and he is an uh, he's a, a search engine optimizer and a digital marketer, and he's helped me a lot too because uh, just because of his personality, I think it's just it's not what he does uh, as as his job. It's just the person that he is has been quite influential on me. Can you give us what is your best resources that that help you? Along the way, when you best resources that hmm. I don't know that I have a best resource. I think I just do what I do. I like I like to research a lot of things. I um, if I don't know something, I'll I'll go to Google. You know, because Google knows everything. So as far as you know, they're like an encyclopedia. So. Yeah, if I don't know something, if I've got a problem with my own website, then I'll I'll Google and find out, or I'll go I'll go to this to, to somebody who can help me, and then I'll just do it myself. 
I built um, six websites, so I'm pretty proud of that. I've got three of my own at the moment, and then I've built three others, which isn't my job, and I'm not, I don't know coding, I don't know any of those things, but yeah, I just build websites because they're, it's creative. I like to do it because it, it brings out my creativity. Another tool that I use is obviously PowerPoint um, because I, I like to be creative and put, you know, lots of nice colours and things in it. And I like making videos. I use an online platform. I actually use two of them um, to use to make my videos with. Uh, I don't, you know, go and take film out in the world, although I could do that and then put it into a video if I wanted to. But I choose just to use an online program to do it. And they're Thank my favourite tools. Thank you. So what, what, what is your favourite tools that you, uh, when you're doing your PowerPoint and uh, doing your promotion of video, what tools are you using? Um, well, for PowerPoint, it's obviously PowerPoint, so it's Windows. Um, that's, that's that. And then, you know, I like the animations in it and I like the transitions um, in, in there. And I like, you know, the different... Um, Templates that they have in the designs are quite good. Um, and in video, I use uh, Wondershare, Filmora, and um, Wave.video, which I really like. I, and um, they're both really good platforms to use. I use um, I use an audio program too to um, to strip my um, to strip my video away from my audio. And I also um, yes, and I use that as well. So when I'm doing my own podcast, I film it and then I strip the audio out of it and then, um, yeah, make it into a podcast after that. Thank you so much. So what's your advice you give to someone? So what, what advice you give to someone pursuing um, a career, a career path similar to what you're doing now? Yeah. Uh, well, you have to you have to love what it is that you're doing. You have to have some form of creative mind. Um, you have to be dedicated to the happiness of your clients. Your clients always come first. Um, you, you know, you've got to be focused on on what they want. It's not what you, as the entrepreneur or business owner, want. It's what your client wants. Their their wants, their needs come way above yours at any time so um that is rule number one always is the client comes first even if they're wrong they always come first um i guess yeah um you've got to love what you do it's got to bring some you know it has to bring you light and and has to make you really happy you've got to be able to want to jump out of bed in the morning and say oh my god i'm going to go and do this thing today um, because it excites you. And if, you, if you're working in a job or in a business that doesn't make you bounce out of bed in the morning, then you're in the wrong thing. You're doing something wrong. It's because you, it's, it's supposed to make you really happy. Other than that, that's all I can say. Just make sure that you've got all your processes in place um, and seek help when you need it. Actually, my next question is about motivate. So what motivates you to get up in the morning and go to work? Because I love what I do. I love helping people. Um, not even in, not just in my business. I'm, I'm also um, heavily involved in uh, domestic and family violence awareness initiative in Adelaide. 
um, even though I live in Hobart, I still I'm still involved in the one in Adelaide, and um, and also um, mental health stigma. I'm heavily involved in that, and also the awareness against child sexual abuse. So those things, um, because I'm very passionate about them, makes me want to get out of bed in the morning because I know that I can help somebody, and as long as I can help someone, that makes my day. In line with that. Can you elaborate us? I think you are the founder and the president of Healing Through Love. Can yes. you explain to us, to our listener and audience, why did you found it and what is the main purpose of that? Well, Healing Through Love is a, a domestic and family violence awareness initiative. And basically it was because um, the women involved want to give back to the community. Now we've all been, um, the women involved um, as part of the, uh, the founders or co-founders have all been through domestic or family violence um, themselves. So they've been survivors of whatever um, it has happened to be. And so Healing Through Love hold a free annual pamper day every year for survivors of domestic violence. And so it's a totally free event and we have, you know, um, business, other business owners come in and offer their, their time and their resources for, for nothing for the day. And, you know, we have things like Reiki and massage and access bars and um, oracle card readings and crystal readings and hairdressers and makeup and skincare and, counsellors and women's services and financial advisors and we even have free clothing for women that you know who may be a bit challenged with finding a wardrobe for court or for um, an, a job interview so it's a totally free day and actually the next one's coming up this Saturday on the 22nd of May but really exciting I won't be able to go but I know that it's in good hands thank you so that thank you for that so let's go Back to your co-author of "She Is a Magic Always." Mm-hmm. What is what? Can you tell us what is this the book? The book, yeah. It's with uh, 25 other women got together and wrote a book about their challenges in life and how they overcame them. So, "She Is Magic" is a series of books, and we are the um, third in the in the series um so there was we, uh, she is magic she is magic too we are she is magic always and then there's another fourth she is magic i can't remember what it's called but yeah it's basically just women telling um a story about a challenge or a difficulty that they've had in life and how they've uh, overcome it so that they could inspire others Let's go. So you have also a podcast. You have your own podcast, which is almost 117 episodes now. So yeah, it's 140, oh, my, I've just did my 150th yesterday. Oh, that's congratulations. Thanks. So can you give us an overview of talking to expert and why did you produce it? We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Well, 
uh, I think I, I said a little bit about it earlier on. Is um, in July of last year, I um, I could see a need because of a lot of business owners were feeling a little bit challenged with the lockdown, and they didn't know how they could change their business around. And I thought, well, if I could get some uh, business leaders, other business leaders uh, in different industries to give their advice, their time, um, their point of view on on things like, you know, time management or just getting a business off the ground or, you know, how you can change your thought processes or your mindset or whatever, to give advice to other business owners who are, you know, feeling this challenge of, of the pandemic or, you know, whatever, then I thought, why not? I'm always trying to pay it forward to other people. Um, so I thought, what a what a great way to pay forward to um, business owners was to get other business owners to help them. And that's how it was born out. And, you know, it took me, I don't know, a week to get it off the ground. And as I said, in, since July last year, I just recorded my 150th episode. So I'm really happy with that. What is your biggest impact? on your business because of podcasting? Um, I think um, I spend more time podcasting than I do spending on my business, <laughs> to be honest. But um, I, I love what I do. I love my podcast. I mean, sometimes there is podcast burnout. You think, oh, God, you know, especially when you have the 11 o'clock at night interviews and you think, um, you know, geez, I just want to go to bed. But, you know, you smile through it and then at the end, at the end of the day, you really end up having a really great conversation with someone that you didn't know. And it brings about networking opportunities from people all over the world. I've had people from India and um, Sweden and um, the Netherlands, um, you know, the US, Canada, the United Kingdom. I've had people from everywhere. Um, I've even had people from... Um, over the Middle East. Um, so, yeah, I've had people from everywhere on the podcast. And it's been really great because I've made some really great friends or acquaintances out of it and, you know, we still t- stay in touch. So, yeah, it, it, it's great. I think having a podcast is great. Thank you so Even much. Even though sometimes you don't want to do it. <laughs> sometimes the the schedule is 2 a.m. in the morning <laughs> for the guests. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's... Um, yeah, because our time just doesn't equate to everyone else's. It should be all the same, I reckon. <laughs> on on wrapping up, just what is your final advice to anyone who wanted to start their own business? I think um, it's um, just important to know who your, your target market is. You just need to know that um, like you know the back of your hand. You've got to be really confident that you know who your your ideal client is. Um, be passionate about what you do. If you're not passionate about it and it doesn't give you a reason to get out of bed in the morning, then you're obviously not in the right, right um, business. Um, always try and pay it forward to others. It's it's very important that, um, that you're not totally... Um, finance focused um, because there are other people that uh, you could be offering your advice or your services to that you know you 
you never know, they may pay it forward to you one day or they might pay it forward to somebody else. So it, it takes one person to, to start an avalanche of, um, of care, I guess. Um, I'm, I, as I said, I'm, I'm, uh, I love paying it forward to other business owners. Quite often I work for nothing um, because, you know, they're a bit challenged financially or I can see that they could do a bit of a hand up or, or whatever. So, yeah, I don't make a lot of money out of my business because for that reason, <laughs> I'm too soft, I think, maybe. But anyway, um, so you can't be totally financially focused. It's it's um, unless you're just a hard nose and that's what you're in business for. But if you're in business just to make money, then you're not in the right space. Go and work for somebody else. To me, um, you, you've, you've got to be kind. You've got to be kind to yourself. You've got to be kind to others. And make sure you've got all your processes um, documented. You know what you're doing. If you don't know, go and ask somebody. Uh, it's really important that you um, get advice. Uh, as I said before, friends and family really are probably not the right people to be asking because... Um, they're too close to it and, and they'll probably say to you that you're mad for trying to start a business up in the first place. But at, right now during the pandemic is the best time to be starting a business, especially an online one. Thank you so much, Rose. What a wonderful advice to our listener and audience. So where can our listeners and uh, who is watching right now as well connect with you online? I have a Facebook page. It's called Rose Davidson on you know, Facebook. I have a, uh, a web page. It's called rose-davidson.com. And you can find my uh, podcast on talkingwiththeexperts.com or I have a Facebook page called Talking With The Experts Vodcast. And where else can you find me? You can find me on LinkedIn and you can find me on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Um I think that's about it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm anywhere else. Not in TikTok. <laughs> no, no, not TikTok. But you can find my podcast on um, like SoundCloud and iTunes and Spotify and anywhere that um, good podcasting is listened to. So it's everywhere. All right. Thank you so much, Rose. Oh, and YouTube. You can YouTube. find me both on YouTube as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Post on YouTube. <laughs> That's the second largest search engine. Thank you so it much. Yes. Thank you so much, Rose, for your time and for the time tonight. I know you've been busy. And to our audience, so all the show notes, all the link will be on the show notes of the podcast. So please visit uh, Rose Davidson on her old social media channels. And I said, we help each other in in small business and thank you so much for that so another thank you for another episode of try podcast under Oswald syndicate and before i go i want to say thank you to deaf and turf uh, training service so it's a sign language services that they're gonna do a sign language interpretation to all my video podcasts and thank you to the kangaroo firm media lab the podcast management so if you need any podcast management, just go to them. It's uh, under kangaroofirm.com. Thank you so much and see you next week for another episode of Tribe Podcast. Thank you. 
thank you for listening. Make sure to visit our website at www.ospodsyndicate.com.au where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Ospod Syndicate on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com.